You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. Wrestling card collectors, welcome to another edition of WTC TV. I am your host once again, as always, and I think I'm the only one actually. It's my channel, so yeah, of course I am Tony Bella, me. Uh, and today I am talking with a representative of Steel City Collectibles, Mr. Steve Rose. How are you today, sir? Oh, pretty good. How are you? You know, just uh, living the dream here and uh, still warm Arizona weather here, so. Yeah, not in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, is it snowing there net yet? Uh, we got a little bit here and there, but nothing, nothing major yet. So I, I, I used to do, and I just did it a couple, a uh, few months back. But uh, I used to do three times a year, every year. Steel City Collectibles, uh, Steel City, um, Steel City Con. I'm sorry, um, yeah. over in uh, Novi, I think it is. No, not Novi. It's in Monroeville. Yep, Monroeville. I'm thinking Detroit. Uh, they're, sorry, they're here next weekend. Yep, and. Uh, for wrestling, they have Kane, JBL, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, and Dustin Rhodes. So, wow, I'm looking forward lot. to that one. Yeah, as a good friend of mine, uh, Scott, represents a good number of those wrestler guys. Like, that's a good dude, and he's got a good roster of people. But uh, I was just there in August with Kurt Angle. I missed that one. I, w- I went to the one before it met Britt Baker. Uh, she was actually there the same weekend. Yeah, she uh, was a late addition that weekend. Yeah, she came in on Sunday only, I think. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kurt and I only do Saturday appearances. So on that day, it was like uh, Kurt, Mick Foley, uh, Miro, and Orange Cassidy, I think, was there. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It was a good show. So, but uh, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about cards <laughs> for down stage. Uh, and uh, what, what, explain to people, what is it that uh, you do for Still City Collectibles? So I'm a breaker. So, uh, basically i i create group breaks um it's a way for people to get into things cheaper um is the way i like to say it uh you know a a lot of like high-end products um you know flawless national treasures and stuff it's a way to get into those products without having to buy a whole box so you can do random card you know random pack whatever and it, it just allows people different ways to get into the different products without having the step up and buy the whole box it feels like it feels like almost like in a gambling sense as well too like i'm i'm putting a little bit of money down so i got hoping i get a hit but if i don't and i bust i'm not into it for very much yeah that, that, that's the best way to look at it because i mean you know there's there's always that hit or miss all of us collectors know that you know every box comes with that risk so i mean I and mean, for me personally that's how i like to do bigger money products is go with the random hit or you know something where i'm gonna get something but i don't have to spring for the whole box myself well and speaking of products like that uh let's our our forte obviously is where wrestlingtradingcards.com is wrestling cards do you guys do a lot of for any you know breaks on wrestling uh you know what i i have um lately i haven't done as many wrestling breaks uh transcendent of course just came out we just did one of those Um, nice yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like to do like undisputed some of those. I, I try to stick to more that than uh, you know. There's like women's division NXT and stuff where it's a lot of base cards without a whole lot of hits. So yeah. I, try, I try to stay away from those in the break room. 
I mean, a lot of the break customers just want to see hits. Of course. So I try to stick to the products that are more hit based. So you probably, um, probably didn't you probably didn't break any tops Chrome then the 2021 Chrome. I did not. Uh, another breaker that we have did you know a couple boxes of random packs that way. Okay. Um, I I like undisputed uh, the old format for NXT. I think it was 2018 where it was 10 packs, 10 hits. That was a oh. fun one to break. Um, so clearly, obviously, a box or a product that offers a lot of more hits per box is something you guys are more geared towards. That, that's what I try to go towards more towards hits. Oh, interesting. So are those then is that going to be the product that that uh, seems to do get, get the most requests for when it comes to uh, people who want to place orders through Steel City Collectibles? Uh, do you mean like for boxes or for for, 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 for boxes? I mean, I mean, does, do the box uh, breaks uh, translate into actual box sales too? As far uh, as popularity, I mean, if 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 I'm running breaks and we're continuously pulling a lot of good cards, you'll see that number start to shoot up where people are, are less tentative about you know worrying about spending for the box because they see what they can pull. So that'll that'll kind of get things going for box orders. But uh, there's also things that are just popular. Like you said, Topps Chrome, uh, Topps Finest was popular, fully loaded. You know, people yeah, fully loaded was great really by the that case. Was another one was like a one, it's a one card per pack, right? I mean, per yeah. box, basically what it was. And each one was a hit. Yeah. So yeah. Stuff like that, you know, is definitely stuff we like to showcase. Uh, what do you got? What are your guys' thoughts coming up right now with all the new, uh, with, you know, Topps leaving? I mean, I don't want to get too much into the Panini side just yet. But, you know, Tops is still planning on what we hear is still planning on to release their schedule between now and sometime. I mean, their licensing really ends at the end of the year. I'm assuming there's a grace period of some kind for them to push yeah, stuff out. I, I think I've read they have until I think it's January or February because I know Panini is shooting for WrestleMania weekend or WrestleMania week for their first release, which is April. So, yeah. So in March, I'm, beginning I'm, of April. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Tops has the first few months of next year to get everything out. I mean, I know they've given us a lot of release dates, you know, for this month, but they still have some stuff not quite scheduled for release. Yeah, and it keeps getting pushed back anyways. And the same thing is going on with Upper Deck and AEW, too. We just got it pushed back to New Year's Eve now. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, all the card companies still having trouble getting into, you know, the buildings to produce the cards from yeah. the pandemic and everything. So. It's a, it's a shortage. We have a, I mean, the talk is really because there's a shortage of supplies and there's only yeah. so many, uh, you know, uh, there's only so many trees being cut down right now. It's like that, <laughs> being able to make it into cards and then packaging is another, uh, you know, problem as well. So yeah. uh, things just getting pushed back, pushed back and pushed back. So I'm thinking now, I mean, we'll go a little bit in the Panini route. So uh, I'm thinking that I know they're planning on having it around WrestleMania, but I got to think and believe that's going to be pushed back as well. I don't know. I mean, if they're really geared up towards that, they might be producing already for all we know. You know, they, they might have that already underway. I don't know if they're allowed to produce yet or if they have to wait till January to start. I mean, but... most basic card designs, uh, from my history going back to when, you know, comic images used to make uh, uh, the, the WWF license back then, um, you know, anywhere from six months to a year of planning goes into actually making a base, even a base set or a card release. So, I mean, by the time April rolls around, they wouldn't even had the license for, you know, only uh, not even half a year at that point. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm just, I, I have to assume that unless they've got this, uh, you know, wonder team out there that's going to produce this <laughs> stuff and have their own access to their own, you know, print supplies and things of that nature. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it just seems like every company, I mean, upper deck across the board, you know, pushback hockey, even, even got rid of and, and just canceled 
actual yeah, releases. Yeah, they canceled a couple products. So I just think that most companies are going to kind of suffer from this, I think, and uh, we can expect that even in the non-sport world, you're going to get Rittenhouse and things like that, probably going to have to push and delay things as well, too. I mean, you guys deal everything besides just sport. You guys deal with the non-sport stuff, too, right? So you guys probably still do Rittenhouse. Uh, a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, my, my only experience with Steel City is that uh, last year I did order and I got a box of the Undisputed from you guys okay. uh, before my local card shop actually had it and I got one from them as well. But um, I'm not one to usually open, you know, buy boxes and even though I got a couple back there, but that's just for show. <laughs> yeah. um, I do I, buy a lot, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's kind of the same way with me. I'm, I'm, I pick my spots, you know, here. <laughs> yeah, there. same, same here. And, you know, we're, I, if I buy anything or get anything, any boxes to open, it's usually for content for the, for this program here and let people kind of buy and do kind of our own little box breaks around here. So like that, you know, um, but, uh, uh, what, uh, what has been a popular, uh, stuff? Like what's been the, the hardest thing for you guys to keep in stock and wrestling wise? I mean, obviously this does take transcendent out of the picture. That's, that's kind of like limited to only 50 releases anyway. So, I mean, yeah, you only get a couple uh, of those, um, really undisputed stuff to keep. I mean, it, it comes in, it's usually only there maybe a week or two and then we're, we're done. And then we're trying to get more. I know the leaf wrestling products. Oh yeah. Uh, leaf as well. The, the 2020 was really tough to keep in. And I, I was a big fan of those myself as well. Um, they, they were they were really, really tough to keep in stock and then to get back in stock. Yeah, that they're pretty popular. But what would be a reason for that though? For on your uh, from your standpoint, you know. I think because they had a lot of New Japan and you know, like Kenny Omega and those guys before AEW's release. So it was a way to get a lot of those. I think Hangman even had her autograph in that set too. Nice. So it you could get different people, you know, it wasn't just the WWE guys, you could get everybody else too. But Leaf's kind of been known for doing that anyways. They've always kind of mixed and get some oddball characters or some really hard to find guys I've never signed before, especially yeah. here stateside with the, they seem to have a relationship with New Japan and things like that over there. Mm -hmm. So they get a lot of great deals uh, or talent to, to, to sign for their product. So I mean, that's always been a, a selling point, I think, for Leaf stuff as it is. Yeah, I, I just saw uh, they have that new product coming out, what, Leaf Brilliant, I think. I think it's yeah. online exclusive for them. They're uh, they're like teasing some of the hits and the one, it was four autographs. That, that was, quad of Hogan flair yeah. and, uh, Austin and Omega. I think it, was the four. Yeah. Austin and Omega. It's like it, people were kind of making fun. Like, you know, which one doesn't belong here kind of thing, you know, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think because Omega wrestled so much in Japan that people aren't really used to his style, but I mean, Kenny Omega's, right up there with anybody else you know and i used to watch him wrestle when he wrestled for pwg a lot too because I'm, I'm a socal boy so uh i'm in arizona now but um yeah i mean he was just you know fun to watch period so uh, very uh, i think it was like the second or third AEW show they was in pittsburgh and uh one of my a couple of my buddies and i was going and the one has followed kenny omega's whole career you know he's a big fan he's like no, if you, if you haven't watched kenny like you're you're gonna be in for a, a treat here <laughs> so and, and did, did he deliver Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I remember I, I'd been hearing about it for a few years about this guy called the American Dragon. And then uh, <laughs> it might have been like in 2007 or 2008, I think it was. And I used to go to this uh, convention in uh, North Carolina I think it was, uh, called the NWA Legends Fan Fest. And so we're there for the whole weekend and uh, going for the first night of wrestling you know, events. And uh, here he comes out and he wrestles. And I go, eh, anything special. And then night number two, he wrestled again. I'm like, Oh, now I see because he was like, <laughs> guess he was just an off night the first night. I don't know, but it was fun to watch. Yeah, it's always fun when you hear about somebody who's a big up and coming star and then you, you see him actually perform live. And you go, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's uh, 
my wife had never been to a wrestling event. So the last time they was here was the first Rampage show whenever Christian took the TNA title from Omega. And we're watching it. And whenever the ref counted to three, that place went nuts. And she's like, oh, this is why you like doing this. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's different there than it is on TV for sure. So do you, uh, let's translate that into your box breaking stuff like that. Do you, do you prefer or enjoy opening up wrestling product more than you would say other products? Or are you also a equally as big a fan of other products? Uh, I'm a huge football fan too. Okay. So for me, they're both kind of the same. Um, obviously, you know, I, I play a lot of fantasy sports. So whenever I do Bowman and stuff, I kind of have a good idea of the prospects for baseball. So I get kind of interested in those. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I get pretty excited about just about anything because <laughs> you, you never know. I mean, you know, we've pulled cards valued at a couple hundred thousand dollars and whenever you wow. pull something like that, it's like, you know, it's hard not to get excited about something like that. Do, do you have any, any knowledge of the process of ordering? Cause you guys are not just a distribution center. You guys are also a retailer in a sense well, as well. So when you guys go to put orders in an allocate product, uh, you know, what is that process kind of like, you know, ordering from say, do you guys order direct from tops? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we have, uh, we do the direct order, but, uh, as far as you know, what, what we get to us, uh, that always changes, you know. Um, I guess it's based on their overall. I mean, if you guys aren't buying from Tops, I mean, who the hell are you buying from? <laughs> uh, we buy from everybody. Uh, we do a lot of trades with other retailers too. You oh, know. gotcha. Okay. Uh, certain retailers just might, you know, they might see a product coming out and figure we're gonna have trouble moving this one, and we might, you know, have a lot of success moving that one. So we'll trade something off, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, for what we're gonna get in, you know, how many cases we get from Tops or whatever those numbers always change. So it's, it's hard to say in advance of a product, like, Oh, we're going to have this much, and, you know, it's safe because I mean, like we just said, you know, with the problem with, with everything they're doing, making cards, I mean, they're canceling products. So, so with a, like, knowing a Topps what you're Chrome, gonna like tops Chrome, you guys had probably a good amount of cases of tops Chrome when it came out. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact number, but I know well, we got I mean, a, a good bit in, but compared to that, say like to something from Panini or something from, you know, of other sports, like what's, what's the ratio from like wrestling perspective to football or wrestling compared to baseball? Like how much, I mean, does they clearly print way more of, of other products uh, besides yeah. wrestling? So I'm just, I'm curious to know like what, uh, how many cases uh, on average you guys would probably carry for something like that. Uh, I'm not quite sure the average number, honestly. Um, I think it's all pretty much the same. It's just based on how much they produce overall. Sure. Um, you know, they're going to allocate a certain percentage to everybody. So you guys ever have a problem? Like say like, let's just use tops Chrome again as, as an example. That's uh, the last, you know, WWE released product um, here in the States anyways. Um, uh, do you guys ever have issues where they end up saying, well, I know you ordered 10 cases, but I'm only sending you two. Uh, yeah, we, we've, we've had some issues with that. I mean, I think that, you know, rings throughout the hobby to everybody. I don't think they just cut any certain people or anything. I think they kind of try to be fair about that with who they cut in allocation. But I mean, but you guys are one of the major players too. I mean, there's you and really it's a Dave and Adams like that, or uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't order from anybody else. It's so long since I've ordered things. I, but uh, I mean, you guys are a pretty big organization. You would think that uh, <laughs> like, well, we're going to cut some from these guys over here instead, instead of still city. Yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly don't know how they determine <laughs> i don't think our owners know how they determine what gets allocated where they just get told hey this is what you're getting and that's what we get 
And you guys are a very popular source for people to dig pre-orders from, it's like that. And it could not be more evident than what has happened with the AEW product that's coming out from Upper Deck. Yeah. Now, you guys got, uh, you took pre-orders on stuff, and then it was at one price, then it jumped, and then it jumped even again and again. And I know it, it's it's kind of upset a lot of people are going, hey, you know, you were 100 bucks a box at one point, now you're 200 bucks a box. Who makes the determination? How how do you guys decide that we're going to jack up the price? Uh, it basically goes on what we have to pay to replace it. So it came out and it was way hotter than I think we even anticipated. Oh, being. there's been nothing like so, this ever in wrestling cards. Ever. No. So, you know, we sell out of what we think we're going to get really early. And then it goes back to a reorder from Upper Deck and their price might go up. You know, we might have other companies that have, you know, an allotted allocation already that they're not going to like they're not going to sell and they realize they're not going to sell it for whatever reason that seems highly so, unlikely with this product though yeah and then they'll any, sell any, to us anybody who's had this product you know any of the major guys out there uh they've all been sold out like within sometimes within oh. minute minutes yeah yeah it's it's crazy i know i think right now we're at 199.95 for a box yep and they're still you know just pre-orders are coming through so People are getting desperate for trying to find a box. They, you know, they want yeah. it in. You know, I'm very fortunate. I, I'm locked in at the $99 price line and I got a case of it. I have, and I haven't bought a case of anything in years, but you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. And this is coming from a guy who hasn't watched a single episode of the product. Uh-huh. I, 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 I digest wrestling just like I do sports center. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I get all the highlights, social media takes care of that for me. Uh, so I just, uh, but the buzz is there, and I think it's going to be interesting to do maybe my own box breaks. I might sit on a box or two just for the long term, so I think it's going to go up in value probably. I, who knows? But yeah. um, it's just it's kind of incredible to see that it starts at one price and goes to – and I know there's other a lot of variables like you just explained. But you know, I know a lot of people were complaining about it, going like, it's not just Steel City Collectibles. It's everybody out there kind oh, of like yeah. jacking that price up. It's like, why are you doing that? But I guess they don't realize that if you sell out at a certain price – I got to go back to the manufacturer. Manufacturer says, "Hmm, you know, maybe we can ask for more money." It's like that, you know. And yeah, they come to you. From, so, you know, hey guys, stop putting pointing the finger at the <laughs> distribution level. Go right to the manufacturer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, we, I don't know. We're just we're, no, no, not, nothing against you guys. <laughs> nothing against the manufacturers. I don't want them getting on me. I'd have to have them on one day too. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just, I mean, again, it. How do you rate this buzz for AEW product compared to other stuff? Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm a huge AEW fan, but I was kind of shocked because I wasn't too thrilled personally with the way they set it up. Whenever there's one autograph every four boxes. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, man, you know, like, they really had something there where I, myself, I collect mostly hits. I'm not a set collector or anything. So for me, I was like, ah, that's kind of like a turnoff for me. And I, I was like, I wonder how that's going to go throughout the community, not giving a lot of autographs out. Yeah. And then. It just took off. I, was like, well, I guess not many people think the same way I do. So. Yeah, I just well, they're looking for rookies, you know, for and which is so hard to define in wrestling. Um, yeah, it's, it's always weird in wrestling too. Like, I know, I think it was women's division 2018 with the Ronda Rousey rookie cards, you know, the rookie yeah. logo or whatever. You would think those would be like really hot. Like in another sport, that would be huge, but in wrestling, rookie cards just don't they don't carry that same buzz. Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, you're right to a certain degree, I think, but it depends on the talent too. Like if, you know, we had stuff back in the mid nineties or late nineties, when the rock was coming up, you throw that RC logo on something that hits like that. I mean, look what his value would be right now. I mean, well, uh, I mean, look at the Panini stickers from 97. Sure. 
yeah. mean, they're they're crazy. There's no rookie logo, but their nope. first thing is Rocky Maivia or whatever. Sure, those things yeah. are nuts. Well, it's come down drastically in price. I mean, the first one hit over 30000 on that PSA 10. You, <laughs> you can't even get a quarter of that right now for a PSA yeah. 10. So, I mean, the market obviously across the board is kind of, you know, cooled down. But as we've said before many times in this episode and other podcasts that we, uh, you know, take part in, um, you know, new benchmarks have been made. New floor levels have been established that things won't go back the way they used to be anyways. So, yeah, you know, I the days that's... of... Uh, someone being a hundred dollar card who are, is now trading at, you know, 500 to a thousand dollars. Yeah. It's not going to go back to a hundred dollars again. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not going to that, that level, but um, it, it's just interesting uh, when it comes to the AEW product and the buzz that's going on about this. So I was just kind of curious from your standpoint, being someone who's there, uh, I guess, in the warehouse, you know, all the time uh, doing stuff there, you see what comes and goes and what comes and goes. And uh, do you guys sit on a lot of back order stuff? Like, do you guys have a lot of product that sits from older product that's sitting there still? Uh, we we do buy a lot of older product from other companies too. So, I mean, if you if you look on our website, we have tons of product. You know, ranging from all years. It's not just new stuff. I know a lot of other people kind of focus on newer stuff and move it sure. fast. Um, usually, if that if stuff gets older, we'll buy that and bring it in. Um, yeah, I mean, we we have a ton of stuff in the warehouse. <laughs> just all kinds of different years. I, I wish we had more wrestling <laughs> in that aspect for the back stuff. Sure. Just as a fan myself, but uh, it's, it's tough to come by, you know, a lot of that stuff's not really out there too much anymore. Well, cause you know, they don't produce as much as they do other sports. Mm-hmm. That's already a factor right there. You're already talking about a scarcity level. It's because yeah. of production. Uh, then you start going even back to like, it's hard to find a seal box of old FLIR product from the WWE stuff. I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to me to see people like spending a big money on like an ultimate diva box, knowing, you know, knowing what I know is that half that stuff is just redemption. So good luck with that. Um, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, but you look, you get stuff like Royal Rumble from 2002 from Fleer. I mean, people are clamoring for that because they want that John Cena rookie that uh, it's got uh, Brock Lesnar rookie, Batista rookie, uh, you know, uh, Randy Orton rookie. You know, it's a good class right there, but you know, you had three releases that came out that year. Fleer, traditionally put out three, sometimes maybe four releases in a year uh, for wrestling. So, I mean, he had a whole year's worth of like John Cena and Randy Orton and things like that, that came out that year. So that's the one everybody kind of gravitated towards because you know, the market dictates what's going to be the hot stuff. So, yeah. but um, yeah. You, um, how excited are you uh, personally? And also do you think that Steel City is, you know, about getting Panini now as a license for WWE? Uh, as, as far as Steel City, I don't think, for us, it really makes a difference much. Um, personally, I'm a big fan of Panini. I mean, I like I like the top releases too. Like I said, like the Undisputed and stuff like that. Um, I'm a big fan of those. But looking at from what we're going to get in the future, I mean, Immaculate probably somewhere down the line. You know, Select is always Select. nice. They're going to kick off with Prism. Yeah, Prism's always hot. I mean, look at what it did for UFC. You know, Prism just went crazy. But has, um, has UFC's product since then kind of kind of gone down a little bit though, or is it uh, not it's not yeah. holding the same value? No, they've 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 dipped from whenever they first come out. But uh, if you, if, I I like to kind of track stuff on eBay, you know, to try to see what's hot or whatnot for my breaks, mm-hmm. you know, to see what is going to be able to sell. A lot of the singles still move well, like Conor McGregor and those guys. So I mean, the singles still do well, and I, I think it's going to be the same way with WWE. You know, a lot of those guys like Roman Reigns and the, I mean his Absolutely. stuff's starting to climb right now pretty good finally and yeah oh, well the gimmick he has right now is what fans have wanted for years sure so you know it's it's his stuff starting to climb 
I think once we start seeing the first prism card of him, because even from other sports, you know, Tom Brady's first prism is like 2012. So it's not a rookie card. It's 13 years into his career, but it still sells really high because it's the first prism card. Crazy to me. It's like, oh, 2012, it's 13 years into his career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's still playing. I mean, we're 2021. It's we might incredible. be gone and he might still be winning Super Bowls. Yeah, but- <laughs> I, th- I, I think eventually it's going to come down to like, uh, you know, when the planet, you know, all it's going to ever outlive everything is going to be cockroaches, Keith Richards and Tom Brady. <laughs> That's how it's going to end up be probably. It's every time somebody says father time's undefeated, they go, nope. nope Tom Brady nope. gave him his first loss. That's right. <laughs> so- don't don't give him less than two minutes in the fourth quarter, man. Because <laughs> Come back and kick father time's ass. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Prism is going to be the first one here. I mean, do you guys have any idea at all on what you're guys looking at from a opening, you know, pre-sale price, price point? No, it's, I, I was actually talking with uh, our managers about that because, you know, a lot of people were worried that you – know, I see that a lot on social media. People are worried about what it's going to do because the top boxes a lot of times stay right around $100, you know. Somewhere I think around yep. 115 right now. Yeah. So like it, it's all basically in that area, except for the higher end stuff. Yeah. And people were worried that you know Prism might come out and start at five, six, seven hundred. But we really don't know that until we know how much they're going to produce, what the allotment's going to be, what they're going to charge distributors, sure. you know, to pick up the product. So we really have no idea where we're sitting on that right now because Panini's given us no idea on what their plan is. Mm-hmm. Without knowing their plan, we're just guessing. So. Yeah, well, everybody's guessing right now, trying to figure out. We're just kind of trying to use models, you know, to other products, and UFC be the closest thing we can probably go towards. Yeah. And people are like, "Wow, those are like you know thousand dollars, like within the first week." You know, it's like, uh, what can we expect for WWE? It's like people are complaining, like you know, I'm going to get priced out. I can't, I can't collect anymore because I can't afford that. But I think some of those people need to kind of change the way they how they collect a little bit. You know, maybe if you're a completist or a set collector, yeah, it's going to be a little more difficult for you to put that stuff together. But, you know, this is a great time to become, or if you're not already are, a player collector in a sense. You know, I don't collect sets anymore myself. I, I'm a player collector. I collect only Kurt Angle stuff and Dexter Loomis stuff now. Um, so it's just easier for me. Yeah, I might pay a little more for the singles of people I'm looking for, especially if I want like some parallels or something like that or number yeah. things. Uh, but, you know, it's it's still way more affordable than me trying to buy a thousand dollar box because I'm yeah. not well, buying a thousand dollar box. The thing with Prism too is a lot of it is like you said player collecting. Um people go for the rainbows. Of course. So that I mean that's huge. Uh Panini has a lot of parallels. So I, I think people can get you know different things that they're looking for. I I, I think those boxes are going to do well for people in return. You know, whenever they come out whatever price point sure I think they're gonna have a pretty good return on them. Um I I Honestly, I think it's going to be the same way as we were just talking with the AEW upper deck, you know, or it might come out at one price point, and then, you know, if it's a if it's a low allotment and it's you know made at a smaller capacity than what they do football or basketball, yeah, I mean those prices might take off. Yeah, I have but, no doubt that's going to be where it's going to be. I mean, uh, you know, for a global product that WWE is, uh, it's surprising that uh, you know they don't produce more on the level of even like your, your, your lower end of, of sports cards, if you want to call it yeah. that, just because it's a global thing, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they just kind of, 
again, we're, we're the bastard child of the industry, basically, is what, how I look at uh, <laughs> wrestling cards. And, and the whole point of even having, you know, this channel and, and uh, doing different podcasts that, that we take part in so I, is just to educate people and let people know that, hey, you know, we're, we're part of a, we're a big growing part of the hobby as well. And, and uh, there's, there, there can be money to be made here if you're looking to do that. And there's some really cool stuff to collect if you're just into collecting, too. So um, it's just uh, interesting for me to talk to someone who, you know, works from the distribution standpoint and, uh, you know, and the box breaks like that. But I'm assuming you'll probably be doing box breaks, too. That's another great oh. way people who, you know, have been priced out of buying Absolutely. boxes can get yeah. into, you know, getting into wrestling cards from I mean, uh, Panini. C- considering it's the same format, you know, as uh, every other prism with the 12 packs, 12 cards per pack. They usually run two or three autographs per pack or per box. Um, I think that'll be a great way for people to get in is through breaks, not just to try to tell people, Hey, follow me. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, not paying a whole box. You know, if it does jump up, you can still buy a pack and a break or whatever. And I mean, there, there's a lot of different breakers out there. You know, I, I join breaks with guys in wrestling card groups all the time too. Um, there, there's a lot of different ways to do it and getting a random pack break or something like that. It's a good way to get cards in the prism set without having to, go for the full box you know if you're want to see what things do and honestly that's that's a great way there to make a lot of money on if you hit something good in your pack only paying a 12th of a box yeah <laughs> you're i mean you could really make out big there so oh, of course but you know you're rolling the dice man i mean that's what oh, you're doing absolutely. you're rolling the dice <laughs> i mean i could it's... i could end up with a whole bunch of just uh you know uh who knows? I mean, pick, pick a low tier guy. That's probably who I get stuck with. You know, I mean, uh, uh, it's just, uh, it's crazy. So I, I, I've watched a few breaks. I've actually even done a couple breaks for us on, uh, my partner with Zan morning from, uh, we do worlds collide and, uh, we've done a couple box breaks uh, there. I think if I remember correctly, but, um, you know, they're fun. I get the allure of it, but I've never really been a part of one. I've never actually bought into one. I take that back. I did one recently with Starstock recently. They did a Topps Chrome. I did one with Starstock and I bought it. And of course, my luck, I'm the guy, everybody before me and after me is getting great hits and this and that. And I got my three dud packs, my four dud packs, man. Like, there you go. I took care of all the duds for you guys. There you go. So I'm, I'm, I hope you guys are all happy. Um, yeah, I, I did a, uh, a draft break in uh, Undisputed with a friend of mine that runs breaks. And uh, I think I came up with like the third or the fourth pick. And in that pack, he pulled a, uh, I think it was number to 10 Gargano auto, oh. like a couple, he got some really nice stuff in there, but whenever it got to me, I'm, I might've been around five. Whenever it got to me, I was like, I already have everything here or it's stuff that I don't collect. Like, man, that's rough because those top ones really go fast. It's, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I guess my luck isn't very good. So maybe I won't be doing any breaks myself. I don't know. But when the prism stuff comes out, if there's anybody I want to go after and collect, I guess I might jump in a couple of them and hope. I don't know. But I mean, I, with the uh, tops women's division, I did a lot of pick your wrestler breaks. Okay. And I, I think those do really well too, where, you know, cause I mean, honestly, the women sell way higher. That's just normal. Yep. You know, sure Becky do. Lynch, Alexa bliss, the, those kinds of wrestlers. So you know, th- those, I think people that don't collect the high ones like that, there's a lot of people that collect, you know, Oscar, um, Charlotte, somewhere in the middle tier. It- it's another way where you can buy a spot of them. And, you know, we're opening up cases at a time. Yeah. You don't always get something for them, but you're also not paying the $800 for the case. You know, sure. You're only paying 50, 60 bucks for that wrestler. So 
if you don't hit one, you're not out eight hundred dollars. You know, you're you're out 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, but it, you're still. I mean, I mean, it's chances are you're going to get at least one or two of what you're you know buying into. But I mean, it does suck. It does suck when you're spending 50, 60 bucks. You got nothing but two base cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it, it can be tough. I mean, it can, be, it can be. I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, we've all bought boxes, you know, regardless of the price, whatever, where the autographs we get or the hits we get or kind of, yeah. But again, that's, it's a lot easier to spend 50 and only get a couple of cards than to spend all the money and be like, yeah, oh, man, I'm not really happy with this. Yeah. But I, I always tell people, you know, if, if you're just getting into cards or, you know, you, you just collect certain people, I think breaks are great for that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I really do. How often you guys? How often are you guys doing yeah. breaks? Uh, I do them every day from eleven okay. to four weekdays, oh, okay. and then we have guys at night from like six to like one a.m. So it's crazy. I've I've noticed that I, I didn't really realize that uh, breaks go for so late at night sometimes, uh, which kind of makes sense, you know, with people who work all day. Then the only times in the evening like that, I get it, I guess. But I just was like, wow, I just happened to look them on on Instagram, and I'm going like, Starstock is still doing breaks. It's like it's like 11 o'clock my time right here. It's like that. It's got to be there. They're back East. <laughs> uh, something in one in the morning. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just guys just constantly breaking stuff open all the time. Like that. So oh, yeah. um, do you have any idea when you suspect you might get solicitation uh, for the new prism stuff from Panini? No, I, I mean, like you said, it, it's hard to tell with, you know, the shortages and everything. Um, if, if they're aiming for WrestleMania, Hopefully a month or so before that, maybe two months before that, we get an idea. But for right now, we just we have no idea how much they're even going to produce. So, what's a typical time frame usually between a release date and you know when you guys from the release date? How early from the release date do you guys usually get solicitation? Again, it varies on the products. I mean, some of them they might tell us a couple months in advance. Some of them it might be a couple weeks in advance. So I mean, it's. It just kind of varies. That's initial from when it's expected release date. So like, you know, if <laughs> I remember I put an order in for, for Topps Heritage, you know, six, seven months ago, I think it was like that. And I'm waiting, still waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting because <laughs> it's been delayed again, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's all been delayed for, for again, any number of reasons like that. But uh, well, it's cool. I mean, um, you know, learn a little bit about uh, the distribution side. You know, I don't think anything too shocking. People just, uh, you know, some people don't realize how prices are affected by different variables. Um, oh yeah, and it, kind of what I suspected. But you know, people who are going to watch or listen to this like that, uh, who didn't know, well, there you go, people. That's kind of what the reasons are sometimes when it comes to, uh, you know, prices increasing like that. I trust me. The number one thing I got asked to ask you guys was like, how come you keep raising the prices? And it's just, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, you know, there's probably a good reason, and I'll let them explain. Yeah, it. I mean, especially you know, restocking it for us is always going to be pricier than the first stock. Sure. So whenever we order a second set, it's going to be a little bit higher. And then if we have to order a third set, it goes a little bit higher again. And it, it's just that way for every distributor, you know. And do you like, guys find yourself, you ever find yourselves like, you know, buying from each other distributors? Like you guys do deals with each other? Oh yeah, they, they make okay. trades. Okay. Sell to each other. They, they, they do a lot of that, so. Because we noticed that when uh, the AEW stuff first came out, uh, you know, everybody clamored to like, I guess there's a three or four major guys and you guys are one of them uh, going on. Like, well, I, I went to Still City. They're not up yet. I went to Dada. They're not up yet. Oh, they're sold out over here. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Still City's up now. Go to them. Go to them. Go to them. So it was, uh, it's just, 
I, I don't play that game. I don't run around and go like, oh, well, it's there, it's there. But it's not, it's not, I don't care. I'm like, like Pepe Le Pew, man. Just bloop, 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 doing my thing, you know? It's like, <laughs> um, so it's cool. Yeah, uh, well, you know, hey, I appreciate your time for this, man. It's like that. And uh, um, when do you have, you have a wrestling break coming up at all soon? A wrestling break at all? Uh, I don't have any scheduled uh, for this weekend at all. Um, and who decides that, by the way? Who decides that? I, I mean, uh, I'm here to wrap it up, but I'm ready to go for more. Uh, uh, who decides the, the breaks? Uh, the breakers. I mean, we pretty much get free reign to break whatever product we want. So if customers send us an email or even come into the chat room, you know, we're live on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, Chris does Instagram and Twitch. Uh, Tyler and I do YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you know, guys will just come in and tell us, Hey, you know, do you have any of this you could throw up and we'll put up breaks of it and see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, there you go, guys. If you guys want to see some more, uh, wrestling box breaks, case breaks, whatever message, these guys, tell them you want more, tell them you absolutely. want more breaks, even if it's not the, you know, undisputed or transcendence like that, you know, say, Hey, I want to see some tops Chrome or if the new heritage comes out, say, I want to buy into some stuff from the top. Just send it to them, man. These guys will break Absolutely. whatever the hell you want to break. I mean, <laughs> yeah. clearly, I mean, you guys are looking, cause again, like you said, people want to see those hits. They want to get excited about seeing the hits, but if people like say, Hey, I want to buy in, it's a cheap way. Like you said, for me to get into it. Uh, you know, I'm new to it, whatever it is. Uh, I want to see some breaks. I want to buy in some breaks. Would you please open some tops, a heritage, um, you know, hit these guys up, man, hit still city collectibles up and tell them you want to see some more breaks. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not going to say no to any product. I mean, if we have a way to move it, we'll move it. So. Of course. That's what any, uh, you know, great American company wants to do, man. Profit, <laughs> profit, profits. <laughs> I, I'm a salesman. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Steve, I do appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, making the time to come out and uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the stuff at Still City Collectibles, what you do. And, um, you know, that's all I got for you, man. Uh, let everybody know where they can uh, they can reach Steel City Collectibles or even you personally. You've got uh, stuff that you're looking to collect. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, SteelCityCollectibles.com. There's a tab right at the top of the screen to go to the break room. You can see everything that's scheduled to come up. Um, there's links right there to go watch each individual breaker. Uh, always breaks being listed all the time. I mean, guys are live right now, Chris and Tyler, and they'll be posting breaks as they're running breaks. So yeah, yeah, I had a weird, stuff being I had a weird thought in my head going like, oh, yeah, so just go up there, click on, and you can see which name and see everybody's breakers like that. And just pick who you want to go in break room. So I'm like, that just sounds very you know, pick your girl, just whichever one you want. It's like that, you know, <laughs> it's like, it just sounds very like, uh, I, I'm not going to go there. So, um, <laughs> and where can they get a hold of you specifically? If, if, I mean, I, I'm assuming that you still buy, sell, collect, trade, things like that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where can they find um, you? Uh, well, you, or you can, can say, I don't, don't want to do that. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh, no, you can email me directly. Uh, S.Rose at steelcitycollectibles.com. Um, yeah, I'm always looking. I mean, I'm a collector. So, but yeah, I mean, like you said, if people want to see breaks, send me an email, you know, let me know what you want to see. Uh, if you want to do random packs, you want to do by the wrestler, you know, what, however you want to do it. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll get it going for more people awesome. to join. Awesome, man. Well, again, third time I'm going to say it. Thank you for your time. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> one last thing. Sure. Um, I do have a coupon code for people. Oh, that you wanna... do have a coupon. I do remember this. I totally forgot. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I had it. 
and now I got to find it. <laughs> That's okay, man. So for us, anybody looking for more information about wrestling cards, you know, because you're came to the spot right here, man, wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything you want to know about uh, the wrestling trading card world as far as, you know, what came in a set, what card numbers are, what you're looking for, what you got. We do our best. We've been doing it for over 20 years now. Uh, you know, officially our 20th anniversary next year. Uh, you can come and uh, check out the checklist. If you're looking to contact us anyway, all of our social media is on the bottom of every page on the website. Uh, if you go to Twitter, which seems to be the most active place for the wrestling card community, it seems, um, you want to go on Twitter, you know, check us out there. Uh, we have a link tree up there that has all of our, you know, uh, um, links to everything that we do. Uh, but just, you know, like, share, comment, complain, bitch, whatever you want to do about this stuff. Uh, just, um, you know, engage. Just talk about wrestling cards. Let's educate the market. Let's uh, show them how, what a fun, great community that we have. So like that, but yeah, you I got mean, that coupon code? I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, whenever I'm break, I'm live every weekday, 11 to four on YouTube, the Steel City Break Room page. Um, you can pop in, say hello. We talk about wrestling a lot during my, <laughs> during my breaks, whether awesome. I'm breaking football or whatever. Like if, if you look at my breaks from, I think yesterday, which would have been the second, um, I mean, I'm breaking football XR that just came out, but the guys are typing in the chat about, you know, their Mount Rushmore's of wrestling. So we're all <laughs> arguing back and forth on that while I'm opening football cards. So Love I'm definitely it. a big wrestling fan right. that loves to have those debates. But uh, so um, my breaks on the website, uh, they're going to have my name in them, Steve. Uh, each breaker, you know, it's in the title who it is. Uh, this coupon code is good for any break order over $50 that has my name in the title. And it's just Steve and the number five. Steve so five. S-T-E-V-E five. All right. So and there's four other better codes than yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe, cool. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you guys want to do some box breaks like that, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's baseball, football, basketball, we prefer it being wrestling, of course. But whatever you want, use that uh, special code right there. And uh, you get something special out of it, like uh, Steve here said. So... Um, and with that, guys, I say uh, until next time, we'll uh, talk to you later. How's that, man? Sounds good. All right, we're out.